0: Well, I was really good at theater. Um, okay, no, <laughs> all right. I don't know if you know this, Tyler, but I had a featured role in my yeah. high school musical. All right, um, I was the
1: father in Legally Blonde. I, so. I
0: do know that about you. <laughs> I was Cinderella's stepmother in Into the Woods.
1: So the same.
0: So, okay. Okay. okay <laughs> Not really. How dare you?
1: I the had, like, father has like three lines two in a song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was a you know a featured player. Sure, right. I also played a really rich newspaper owner who gets oh. um attacked by the mob. Wow. And I hit my head and I wake up and think that I'm a, a toddler.
1: Now what now what musical was this? It
0: was a play, so it's not as important.
1: Okay, right.
0: But after after the play My um, computer teacher gave me a hug because she thought I was talented. Wow,
1: isn't that sweet?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was real confused.
1: Yeah, we weren't like computer teacher. Now, what does a computer teacher teach you? Computers in high school, but what about them? What specifically about them?
0: Like how to use them. Like she was like a technology. Like she, uh, she ran the computer lab. Mm -hmm. You know, so you needed to get her approval to use the stuff.
1: Okay, but you had a class with this person
0: at one point, I did, okay, but she also was just there,
1: <laughs> yeah, for as as needed,
0: right, I think I just walked by the computer lab and she like grabbed me and hugged me,
1: sure, right, but so she's always there. does she live in that room?
0: do you think like after hours right, yeah, no, I think she has a family,
1: okay, a home, mm-hmm, okay, I would bet, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's likely, I mean of uh, the odds are, definitely.
0: yeah. it's a high probability on that one.
1: You never know, though.
0: Do you think, Tyler, do you think all teachers live in this <laughs> school?
1: This is a way better start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Tyler's just oh. like, as soon as the kids leave, they turn off the lights and they go to bed <laughs> and wait for the kids to come back.
1: You know those ceilings they have in in high schools? Well in just schools in general where like the you can like all it's all the panels. I have can, that like, ceiling open above up. me right now.
0: Oh yeah? Well yeah.
1: they just sleep up there. <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah. We used to put things up there and see how long they would stay. Like years later we would check back.
0: Mm. boy.
1: Yeah. We were gross. But anyway, welcome to Film Schooled.
0: Welcome to Film Schooled. <laughs> the
1: episode one, the inaugural, yeah. real episode. I guess we did a we did a little pilot, a little teaser, just right. to get you teased. We did. Mm-hmm. But um, this is the first real episode. We actually watched a film.
0: We sure did.
1: Yeah, and and we're gonna talk about it, and that's the whole that's the whole podcast. So we're like halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> So Courtney, what what movie did we watch this week?
0: Tyler, we watched All About Eve, which is yeah. a, a GD treat of a movie in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Okay, so this is I think this is how we're gonna do it each week, because you're you're picking these movies, right? You're I the sure teacher I am. Here. So give me a rundown. Give me a rundown of why you picked this
0: movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, why you think it's important to film, if it is? <laughs> why it's important to you, <laughs> right? if it is? These 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 details can, uh, hit me hit me
0: right. Okay. So I saw this film first film school class I ever took. Okay. um I think I chose this film because it is one of the most well-written films like mm-hmm. the script is amazing. Yeah. And it does something very um I think unexpected and it's the characters are very well developed and they're very to me they're very dynamic and interesting and nuanced and i think it's a very important and interesting portrayal of women in film
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially during this time period right cuz it's really um it's it's really about women and ambition mm-hmm. which this was uh, this film came out in 1950 and right. that wasn't really the narrative with women at the time yeah <laughs> right and because it it really, it talks about women's age and aging and what that means. And I just think it's just so smart and I think it still applies today and it's still nuanced and it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Like it's very, like it's a pretty serious movie, but like the dialogue is so funny and the main characters are so snippy with each other and witty. Yeah. And every time I watch it, I write down like a hundred lines that I'm like, that was, That was just perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I felt the same way as someone who is just watching it for the first time, thinking back on like how this must not have been a normal movie. You know what I mean? Um, Because like I don't know, the sexism is (laughs) apparent in that era of film, and uh, this just seemed like so out of that, like so so so. Far removed from that like it's it felt modern in in a lot of right. ways
0: it really holds up and i don't i don't like i don't think it has like sexist undertones either which i think is so yeah. so interesting like the women are really like making their own choices and um you know they're all very smart which kind of is the problem i guess <laughs> yeah is they're all way smarter than the men and just like manipulating everything it's yeah. it's so great and i think like Betty Davis's performance in this movie? Yeah. It's one of my favorite like film performances of all time. Yeah. I think she's just amazing and then and we'll get into it but like how closely this film like modeled her real life a little bit. Like she was kind of known for being like a difficult actress and her and Joan Crawford were like fighting, which is what like feud by Ryan Murphy's based off of.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So also for her to do this movie being like like it does i feel like it does kind of take digs on you know difficult performers or actresses but it's just i don't know the whole thing as a piece i think is very current and well written and well performed and really enjoyable to watch
1: yeah yeah like i um i was thinking well (laughs) one thing one of the first notes i wrote down when i was watching was uh Bechtel test check mark
0: yeah yeah because
1: yeah. within <laughs> the first five minutes they pass it it's like okay two women talking about something that's not a love interest and it's like boom <laughs> nailed it <laughs> and i feel like that's just like there's well not that they were thinking about okay we gotta <laughs> you know, pass the Bechtel test because it hadn't it didn't exist yet but um i think it was telling of what was to come you know, as i was watching this movie not knowing what was about to happen um but um yeah, I also wrote down uh that I think if this movie came out today made by like A24 or something. Yeah. I I feel like they they could do that. Like I feel like if like cuz A24 does weird things, so they'll do a black and white movie. They did one. They did The Lighthouse. But I, I don't feel even like I
0: think it needs to be black and white, but
1: Yeah, but I feel like if they were to do a film today in black and white that was like supposed to be um, paying homage to that era but right. like maybe doing something a little different like making it about the women like I feel like it's it's almost in that vein of like what those kind of movie studios are trying to do these days where they're trying to like harken back to older film techniques and stuff like that but um, do it in a new and modern way and I feel like All About Eve did that like during their era and it's really it was really cool to see
0: yeah, it's also written and directed by a man, which I think is like I, I mean it's unsurprising because of the time, right. but it is surprising that it 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 becomes this this piece that really is a very honest portrayal of women.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe
0: he's so just very observant. Him.
1: Yeah. He must he must be He's
0: just a very very <laughs> empathetic, I guess, Yeah, right. but
1: <laughs> um so yeah, like we said, came out in the 1950s. Well, not in 1950. October twenty seventh, nineteen fifty. It had a budget of one point four million, but it only earned a hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
0: That's crazy. That's that's a huge flop.
1: Yeah, like in, especially
0: r- in this time when every it's not like now, like everyone is going to theaters.
1: Yeah, yeah, really, really. I I was so surprised. I was like checking IMDb over and over, like, wait, did I read <laughs> correctly? Um, but it's one hundred and thirty four minutes. I'm really bad at math, so that's an hour, and it's two hours.
0: It's two hours and 14 minutes.
1: 14 minutes, okay, yeah. Um, and the aspect ratio is 1.37 to one, which is mostly square, which is like what everyone was really Typical. doing, yeah, yeah, back then. So yeah, real, real old aesthetic, but I feel like something about that, like black and white aesthetic, makes things look very pretty.
0: Everyone's skin looks nice. Like it, it's very soft.
1: Yeah, you yeah. know,
0: like everything looks like very soft and pretty and
1: yeah, nice and almost it. old. Like it just kind of makes it look antique. Maybe that's just because of yeah. how I've I've been raised to think of black and white as old. But
0: right, it's
1: a cool looking film. There are a lot of cool shots. Yeah, especially that that final shot, like the final final shot, Ugh. which we'll get to. We'll get to really cool. But it stars, as you said, Betty Davis. Very Woo. famous actress as Margot Channing. And Baxter, uh, another famous actress that I, I I watched this with my parents, by the way, and they uh, Oh,
0: that's so fun. Yeah,
1: they both knew Betty Davis and Baxter. I don't think they knew any of the guys. Um or Celeste Holm, who plays uh, Karen. Um, but obviously they knew Marilyn Monroe, who was real low on the
0: <laughs> I well she's barely in yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was her until I was looking up the cast.
1: Yeah, yeah, she looks she looks young too, so that must have been like,
0: I yeah, this is probably one of her first right things I would guess.
1: Yeah, um, Rotten Tomato score of ninety
0: nine. Yeah, so. fair, honestly, fair. It's <laughs> yeah. a great movie. <laughs> Anne Baxter won the Oscar for Best Actress. Okay. She was up against Betty Davis, which also was great because it's like. Those two characters (laughs) against each other? Yeah. These two actresses for this movie were against each other.
1: Wasn't it, um, wasn't, uh, Thelma Riddle, Ritter in the running as well for Birdie? I think I saw a fun fact that was like, it's the first film to be nominated for like three female acting awards. Maybe she had supporting, but.
0: I think Celeste Holm was nominated for supporting.
1: Okay. So oh um, yeah I think it was all four of them.
0: All four. Yeah, Good which Lord. is crazy. I mean I think this movie had um at the t- after it came out had the record for the Oscars. I think they had 14. Jesus. Which I think was beat by definitely Titanic. Cause I feel like Titanic had like 17. Okay. Um now my Oscars trivia I'm like thank you know this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is what we re- Training for? This is
0: what you've been prepared for your whole life. (laughs) But, yeah, and um, it definitely won for writing. It won for best screenplay. Okay. Which makes total sense to me. And it won for other things, but I don't remember them off the top of my head.
1: Are you going to look that up, or do you want to move on to what we thought? I mean, I think we've kind (laughs) of talked about what we thought. Yeah, let's move on to what we thought. But, um yeah i really liked it like i said as someone uh coming in for the first time it was um surprising like it was not at all what i was expecting like moment to moment i was like surprised at every turn um and um i don't know i just thought it was really smart like we said um with the frame story i really like how it well it's not really a I guess it's technically a frame story, but it's more like a flash forward that happens right at the top, and then we flash back and make our way back to the um the current time right mm-hmm. um but I just think it was really smart in how it did that and how it portrayed each of these characters, and like they all felt believable, both the men and the women um as like people. <laughs> Which I feel like they weren't characters; they were just like you. You know someone who's like that or um, has that kind of way of talking to people. You know they felt real,
0: right? And that's also a good point: is that like we we talked a lot about the like female representation, but like the men are, you know, equally as developed and thought out. Mm -hmm. And especially Bill, who's the director, and Lloyd, who's the playwright. Yeah, you you really get their point of view. You're
1: right. Right.
0: Throughout the whole piece, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, I, I really like Bill. I think he was one of my favorites. He was, he was, he was one of the funniest. I felt like he was always yeah, quipping. Yeah, he was very funny. He was always, always jabbing at people, always making like sly, <laughs> sly remarks. And the way they, I feel like this is uh, of that time in film where, like, God, the writing was just so witty,
0: which I loved. I, I loved w- so much. I know a lot of people like don't like that cuz it isn't very like realistic right.
1: but it's so entertaining to to listen to oh
0: yeah it's like it's like um you know what sorkin does yeah now
1: yeah i feel like it's it's even like it feels almost like and this is a weird pull but it feels almost <laughs> like 30 rock where it's,
0: yeah, it's so I think so fast too.
1: paced is what it like 30 rock is yeah, so fast it's... in how it's like joke 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 and you have to like keep up and i feel like it's the same here where it's like quip, wit, quip,
0: like... Yeah, I, I mean, Betty Davis's dialogue is almost all just, like, quips and, and like, witticisms, yeah. which is really <laughs> fascinating. But it is, like, yeah, like, 30 Rock or, like, West Wing or Gilmore Girls, yeah. like, where they speak really fast and they're, like, doing all that stuff, which I, lo- like, those are, like, three of my favorite right. shows. <laughs> so this is right on, <laughs> you know, on par for me. Yeah. The, the fun fact I wanted to tell you, though, is that Betty Davis fell in love with her co-star, Gary Merrill... Merle, Merle. Who played Bill? Okay. During the shoot of the movie, they got married. Wow. And then they adopted a baby girl that they named Margot. Whoa. Right? Nice. Isn't that great? <laughs> but I think I also read something that, like, during the shooting of this film, I think Betty Davis was still married to oh. whoever her ex-husband was. Oof. And they were fighting constantly. And they were screaming at each other so much that that's why Betty Davis's voice is so raspy. Wow. Because she was constantly screaming. Oh, um, her marriage to William Grant Sherry.
1: Okay. No idea who that guy is. So, but
0: <laughs> I don't either, but I mean, Betty Davis's ex-husband. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> oh, man. I know we haven't really figured out how much of the plot we want to get into on this uh, this year's show, mm-hmm. but I feel like going chronologically is a good plan.
0: I did the first thing I wrote was minor award, such as the writer or director, <laughs> is very <Yeah>. funny because <laughs> it starts off at a at a award ceremony right. for like the Tonys. Essentially,
1: yeah, it, but it felt like way more. Well, it was. Um, it was way smaller. It felt like like anything that would happen today.
0: Well, yeah, award shows in general were way yeah. smaller back then. It's more like a right. dinner.
1: Yeah, it, it felt like a like a banquet.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, and it's where so you see all of the characters. You see like, um, Margo and Bill and Karen and mm-hmm. Lloyd, and then you see Eve and Addison and. Eve is winning the best actress yeah. award, and
1: there this this older fella is uh making remarks about how she's super young, and this is like the youngest person to ever receive this award, and then we get a um monologue or like a voiceover of addison right right
0: who is a theater critic, yeah yeah,
1: and he's talking about uh Eve and just like how she's risen. And he talks a lot about acting, and it's very witty in how he he's like making fun of the old guy. And like we're we're not hearing the yes. old guy for for the beginning of it because we're listening to Addison. And he's like, you don't need to hear what he's saying. <laughs> like he's just he's just <laughs> talking at this point. it I thought that was really funny.
0: Right. Well, and that's when he says they also give out minor awards such as the writer <laughs> or director. <laughs> but the important uh, one is best actress. Right. And then he sort of tosses his voice over to Karen. Yeah. And um, I would argue that this is Karen's story. Yeah. I mean, she,
1: well, she, if we're talking about uh, like who gets the most VO time, because it, it bops around, you know? Like it's, <laughs> but, but it's, it's mostly Karen.
0: Karen. But also, Karen's the one making shit happen. Like, <laughs> sure. if Karen wasn't a part of this movie, nothing would happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, they would all just sit there. Yeah. Um,. But, Karen starts talking about how she met Eve
1: mm-hmm. um, so then we get the flashback, which we spend the rest of the movie essentially in this flashback, right um where Eve is kind of a creeper, like she's she's like following Margot around, not following her around, but she's like in the alleyway next to where Margot's dressing room is,
0: yeah, she's like essentially by the stage door,
1: <laughs> yeah like waiting to see if Margot would come out. Yeah,
0: but she also says she sees the play. She's seen every performance. Yeah,
1: every single one.
0: Which is bananas. Yeah.
1: This is, when it, When does this take place? Because it came out in the 50s, but it, is this supposed to be?
0: I think it's supposed to be. I don't think it's like a period piece. I okay, think it's, it's also current? supposed to be. current. Okay. Oh, I also wrote about that opening scene that the look that Betty Davis gives during the speech is so funny. She yeah. looks so pissed off. Yeah. And she's just lighting cigarettes.
1: <laughs> she's got she's got this thing that she does with her eyes sometimes where they're just kind of like half closed. Yeah. It's kind of like a glare. But it, it but it's kind of yeah. like a bored glare. Like she's just kind of bored with whatever's happening. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, but so Karen, our protagonist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in my mind, Karen's <laughs> the protagonist.
1: Um, she meets Eve, and Eve is all you know, small and 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 you know, happy to just be in the theater. And uh, Karen is like, "Well, you have to meet you have to meet uh, Margot because you're you're adorable and you're her you know biggest fan or whatever."
0: Right. And and in this scene, there's like really subtle things of like. Eve knows exactly who Karen is. She knows who Karen's husband is. Karen husband. Karen's husband has written the play. Like she know she knows everything. Like it's, it gives you sort of like a hint that this is way more calculated, but it's so subtle that like if if you're, it's your first time watching, yeah. you, you might not get yeah. that.
1: Well, that's that's one of the things I wrote down. Uh, like, semi early on, I was like, "Is Eve the villain?" <laughs> yeah. And it was a que- it was an it was an actual question. Like I was like, she's she's so nice, but like is starting to hate her. And I'm like, she kinda has reason to. And but and then it just spirals right, from that's there. The,
0: but like the interesting thing the movie does is that it sort of sets it up that Margot is the villain. Yeah. Like she's the shrill, you know, um, shrewd woman mm-hmm. who's like pretty harsh and and um you know, qu- quick to anger, yeah, and then it sort of starts to turn it on its head, where you're like, "Oh no, Mar- Margo's fine," yeah, you know, like, and no one else understands that Margo's like correct,
1: yeah, because you're on you're on Bill's side, you're on uh, Karen's side of like Margo ch- or chill out, like it's fine. Birdie's really right. the <laughs> only one who's like, "Yo, you <laughs> gotta."
0: Well, so basically, um, Margo and-, and Eve meet, and then. Mm-hmm. We can like skip over this a little bit, but Margot Mar- Mar- ends up letting Eve live in her house and be her like yeah. assistant
1: essentially. Um, and it's ambiguous as to whether, um, Eve is getting paid. I could never really tell if she's well, she's
0: getting room and board,
1: <laughs> sure, right? Um, but yeah, it was it was weird that she... I was like, is she just a friend helping out <laughs> at this point, or
0: she's very efficient,
1: she's, yeah, like calculatingly <laughs> efficient. <laughs> At her gun,
0: oh, the one thing the one thing you should say is that Eve tells this sob story about her husband dying in the war, yeah, and how they ask her like how she got to New York and why she watches the play all the time, and she tells a story about like she was married to this um fighter pilot, right, like mm-hmm. a, like an Air force pilot who died, and then she had to work in a brewery with all the beer <laughs> <laughs> and then
1: it's beer all the time. all the beer
0: all the time, and then she. Basically she went to San Francisco to to meet with her husband. When she got there, she found out he was dead and then she decided to stay. And then she saw Margot's performance and followed the play to New York and has been seeing it every night ever since. Right.
1: And I wrote in my notes I was like this this monologue is great. Like Yeah. It's so good. Like it's so All
0: of those monologues if you have to audition <laughs> for something <laughs> look up a monologue from All About Eve you'll, they'll be so impressed yeah.
1: cuz good lord I was like you're so because the camera just stays on her she just monologues yeah well it cuts it cuts to margo a couple times for like reaction shots but like it is just stuck on eve and you are just listening to her talk and it is engaging <laughs> like it's it's really well yeah. done
0: also, Margot's wearing like no makeup. She like has a wig cap on, and she has like like that's her first intro- like pretty much her first introduction in the movie. It's amazing. Yeah,
1: well, and it's like she's shiny. She has like Vaseline on her face or something. It's yeah, like she's just moistening. <laughs> oh, up. she put lotion yeah. on her
0: face. <laughs> Vaseline. She she put like moisturizer on her skin after she took off her makeup. That's a thing women. Yeah, do. Yeah, I,
1: I don't know how these and, things work. And
0: men, or just people that wear makeup. Yeah. Also, Margot says in that scene to. Uh Lloyd, write me a play about a normal woman who just shoots her husband, <laughs> which made me laugh really hard.
1: Um so yeah, uh Eve starts working for for Margot. Uh Margot really likes it at first. Bertie is not about it. She's like you got to watch out for this girl. She is she's is like she's using you for like knowledge essentially is what Bertie's trying to
0: Right, and like connections.
1: Yeah. Um and Margo's like, oh, she's fine.
0: But Margo and Bill are together. Yes. And Bill is going, Bill's a director, and he's going to Hollywood to film a movie. Right. And so all of this is happening with Margo and um, Eve while Bill's away. Mm-hmm. And so basically, Margot just keeps getting more and more annoyed with Eve. And it all comes to a head when Eve decides to throw um a welcome back/birthday party for Bill when he comes home from Hollywood.
1: Yeah. And there's like subtle hints about like how Eve has been telegramming back and forth with Bill. Mm-hmm. Maybe not back and forth, but she she at least sent him one where um like she's just talking to him and it's kind of like why are you talking to my boyfriend?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um and so yeah, that's when Margot starts to get mad. Like, actually, mad about the Eve situation.
0: Right. And then my favorite scene in the movie, which is the birthday party where Margot just gets super trashed. (laughs) (laughs) And basically, she's, like Tyler was saying, she's mad that, um, that, like, Eve was, like, (laughs) like in today, she's like mad Eve was texting her
1: boyfriend. Yeah, right. Well, and, and, and what kind of starts it all, like, what really. Puts her off is um, Bill doesn't even come up to see Margot when he arrives home because he's distracted talking to Eve. Um, Bertie Bertie says, "Oh, Bill's been home for like twenty minutes," <laughs> and and Margot's like, uh, "What?"
0: Right. And so <laughs> the other thing pissing Margot off is that she's basically like the playwright. She's basically Lloyd's muse. Right. You know, she's in every play that he puts out, and he's written a play. Where the um, lead is supposed to be in her 20s and Margot is 40. And so she's like, Do you even want me to play it? And um, starting to be super self conscious about her age. And so then when she sees Bill with Eve, she starts getting really pissed off like, Oh, you want another, you want a younger woman too. Right. Which it has some of my favorite lines in the movie. One of them is, (laughs) <laughs> Bill goes. Bill tells. Um, Margo comes in and goes. What are you two talking about? And Bill says, "I'm telling her about the time I looked through the the camera from the wrong side of the lens." Right. And Margo just says, "Remind me to tell you of the time I looked into the heart of an artichoke." And <gasps> Eve goes, "I will." Because <laughs> <laughs> Eve and is then, still so
1: enamored. Yeah. like She'll listen to she'll listen to Margo talk about anything.
0: Oh, she's so manipulative. She's trying so hard to seem like. Super nice, and then yeah, <laughs> Margo goes some snowy night by the fire and just walks away. <laughs> and then the the big line, like probably I think this line is on AFI's list of like the one hundred greatest like lines in film. Yeah, is fasten your seatbelts; it's going to be a bumpy night. Yeah. <laughs> so and which is like a a common phrase now, but it started with this movie. Okay. And, and Margo says it. Because she's just down in martinis. Yeah. <laughs> and she says your party guests, fasten your seatbelts. It's gonna be a bumpy night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and boy, does it become one.
0: Oh yeah. Mario is <laughs> getting super trashed. <laughs> getting into fights with everyone.
1: Yeah, just being real mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she puts in then she's super drunk sitting at a um piano. Yeah. And she's like kind of falling asleep and like clutching her drink. And the man goes to play another song, and she goes, "No, play that one again." Like, <laughs> she's
1: like, and he goes, "He's like, it'll be the fifth time." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Then it'll be the fifth time." Like she <laughs> she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that leads to
0: she gets into she gets into a big fight with Bill, where she's talking about how she's forty, and how he maybe wants someone younger. She's not in her prime anymore, and this is when he reveals that he has asked her to marry him multiple times, and she's just said no, yeah, <laughs> and that's when you sort of get like this vulnerability of Margo is that she's like really insecure yeah, um but bill's bill's a prince and tucks her in, but also during this um two important things happen, which is that Eve is upstairs with Karen, and right. oh, multiple important things happen, so God yeah. Eve plays with Karen and asks if Karen will will ask Lloyd if Eve can be Margot's understudy in the play.
1: Yeah, the first favor.
0: Right. And Karen says, why, I think that's a wonderful idea. That's mm-hmm. my Karen impression.
1: <laughs> Brilliant.
0: It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Margot asks Max, who's the old guy from the beginning. He's a yeah. producer.
1: God, I love Max.
0: He- he's... <laughs> He has no fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> he's just like hanging around. Yeah. He just needs like Alka Seltzer. Yeah,
1: I love that in the in the in the first scene at the at the awards show. He's like he's like down in uh, Alka Seltzer. Yeah. And then and then at the birthday party, Margot introduces him essentially to Alka Seltzer. She's like, "This stuff is great."
0: Yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, she says like, "You'll use it till you drop it." yeah uh but margot asks him if eve can work in his office because she doesn't want eve working for her anymore right but she uses the the like excuse of well i don't have that much to do for her to do anymore
1: mm-hmm. and, and, he, he, and uh, max is like i don't think i have anything for her to do
0: well max agrees if there's like this is where it gets like a little confusing because they just kind of throw all this stuff in in dialogue, and it's like, all right. Yeah. Um. One of Margot's co-stars is pregnant and leaving the show, so that's why they're having Marilyn Monroe audition. hmm And they ask, um, Margot if she'll read with her, and Margot agrees if they take Eve off her hands.
1: Yes, and then I think pretty, like the next scene is the audition, where Margot has run late. And right. Eve has stepped in as her understudy and read with Marilyn Monroe. Right. And every and and I forget what happens with Marilyn. She probably I think she gets it.
0: She gets sick.
1: But does she get the part?
0: I don't think so. I oh think okay. I, they say that she's like throwing up.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. So I don't, I don't know. know, and I
0: also couldn't tell if that was like um like Eve had manipulated it somehow that Margo was late.
1: I don't think so. Or was
0: Margo late on purpose? That might have been it. I think she was late on purpose.
1: No, I think she's... Well, I think in the... I was reading the IMDb, uh, just the synopsis, Mm -hmm. and it said that she's just known for being late. Oh, okay. So she must have just been running late, I guess. Right. I don't know. know. But um, whatever happened, Eve ended up reading Margot's part, and everyone is talking about Eve and how much of a god... Actor, she is
0: like a brilliant, yeah, a brilliant actress, and this sends Margot into like a blind rage, <laughs> and she comes into the um into the theater, and she's like smack smacks, doesn't she with, like, <laughs> with her, her coat, p- with her coat? Yeah, it's very funny, and um is saying like she didn't know Eve was going to be her understudy, even mm-hmm. though they all kind of say like yeah, you did, <laughs> and um she gets into a fight with. First with, with all of them. Lloyd, yeah, being like, and she she puts it on him. She's like, "Oh, it's because you'd prefer, you'd prefer an actual twenty four year old to be playing right. this part written for a twenty four year old." And he's like, "I didn't say that." <laughs> um, and then she, she says something funny, which is, um, well, she, a few things I I wrote from that scene are, all playwrights should be dead for three hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what Margo says to Lloyd. That's amazing. <laughs> and um I think Bill says to Margot, actresses never die. Oof. Which I also thought was funny. Yeah. But so then Lloyd leaves in like a a, a rage and then
1: mm-hmm. um <laughs> I love how they, they just keep yelling at each other at from farther and farther distances. Yeah. <laughs> as as Lloyd tries to like leave, but he can't He's trying to leave, but he also can't not have the last word. Right. <laughs> so he just keeps, like, walking to his coat and then walking to the door. And, like, at each stage, he's, like, yelling something back at her.
0: And then Margo and Bill have a fight where basically Margo's just lashing out. Yeah. He, like, pins her to the bed. And in a way that I was, like, this is pretty aggressive, but also, like, yeah. I don't know.
1: I I don't like I didn't feel like Bill was trying to be like I think he knew that that was what was going to calm her down like I think it was actually like a thing of like he knows Margot so well that he's like you just need to like stay still and you'll calm (laughs) down (laughs) so I'm just gonna like put you right here
0: (laughs) she also she felt like a little kid to me in that moment like Mm -hmm. I feel like she was like throwing a temper tantrum and kind of thrashing yeah and you know how sometimes you just need to like yeah (laughs) She's <laughs> she so just like puts her arms at the side and like, pins her down and like you're being ridiculous
1: Yeah. so yeah I, I actually really like that, that whole scene because I feel like it was it, it showed how like empathetic Bill is to Margot like he knows how insecure she actually is and like he knows her well enough to like say the right thing to calm her down eventually because it takes a while
0: right but after that they do like break up. Yeah. Like yeah. he leaves. Um, another line I've written from that scene is Margot says to the playwright, It's about time the piano realizes it hasn't written the concerto.
1: Oof. Yeah.
0: Being like, Your play's only good because of my acting.
1: Yeah. And then he Which clips like, back that's great. At, yeah. But he well, does he say it first where he's like, I'm the piano I'm the piano player and you're the piano? He says something to her, I think first, uh, and uses that metaphor, and then she like says that she line. She it back she, and yeah. it's like, yeah, um,
0: or maybe he says that to her.
1: It's that something she like that
0: the, yeah, maybe he says it to her that it's about time the piano hasn't realizes it hasn't written the concerto that he's saying she's the piano.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But then she she does quit back with something um about how like the concerto would be nothing without the piano or something like that.
0: Right. Right. It's just great. I well, so after this huge fight, Karen. Yeah. Because this is Karen's story.
1: Right. We get back to the main plot.
0: It's all about Karen. Yeah. Um. Karen decides that the that her, um, her husband, who's the playwright Lloyd, mm-hmm. and Margot are going to go on like a a trip to the mountains, yeah. <laughs> like a fun secluded trip to the mountains, which we don't see. Nope. We just hear them talk about. They went to the mountains and it was fine and after a while like Margot and what's his face thought out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Karen was so mad about Margot's behavior and how she treated Eve cuz in that huge fight she also like yells at Eve.
1: Mhm. And Eve just kind of like and like slinks back into backstage <laughs> and like dips. She like leaves.
0: Yeah. Eve d- Eve does a who me. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much
0: the whole like first and second act of the film. Right. Um, so Margo, not Margo, Karen purposely, um, drains the gas from the gas tank mm-hmm. and makes it so Eve or so Margo can't get to the theater for her performance. So therefore Eve goes on.
1: Right. But I, I did love this scene in the car where she's like, she, Karen has this moment, which kind of like, uh, plays into the whole like underestimating, Females in the fifties, where she's like, "Little old me, I could never drain a, yes. drain a car of its gas." Like <laughs> she plays like she plays it off as like, "I'm a woman, I could never do something like that." Yes. I don't know yeah. things about cars. They
0: they do that. Eve does that a lot. Where she was like, she's like, "Me, I'm just a simple old, <laughs> I'm yeah. just a simple lady." <laughs> but so Margot misses the performance. Eve goes on as the lead because she's her understudy, and. The other shitty thing Karen did is she called Eve to let her know her plan, which is shitty and stupid.
1: Yeah. Um yeah.
0: so that Eve had time so Eve used that and called all of the press so that they would be there for the performance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and once again, she was brilliant. Everyone's writing and them. raving about Eve.
0: And then Eve um meets with Addison who's the the reviewer.
1: Yeah. But and he's
0: a sneaky little bastard, if I've ever yeah, seen one.
1: Yeah, he he's a greasy fella. But, yeah, <laughs> but before that, before before um, Addison comes into her dressing room. Uh, Bill is comes into her dressing room to to talk to her about her performance because Bill stayed behind. He didn't go.
0: Oh yes, yeah, because him and Margo were like not together at this point.
1: Yeah, so the the people who went on the weekend getaway were just Karen, Lloyd, and then Margo. The kind of third wheel in it um bill stayed back because he's directing this this play and uh eve eve comes on to bill
0: yeah she tries <laughs> to get with bill so hard and he's like oh man margo is right like
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah because
0: margo the whole time has been like she wants you, like you want her, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, there's nothing going on. And then yep. Eve goes at him hard.
1: I was I was Horde. like Jesus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> good Lord Eve.
0: <laughs> and he basically like, he says, no, thank you.
1: Yeah, he says, oh God, he's got a great line where he's like, uh, I like to chase after things not to be chased after, or something like that. Oh. And yeah. it just kills Eve. She like, she like runs away.
0: <laughs> well, this is one of the first times we see Eve be like outwardly vindictive yeah Yeah. before it's like is she is she not and this time it's like oh no
1: oh yeah yeah it's pretty clear (laughs) yeah she's got she's even got a different way of like her face like her face looks different when she's being evil
0: i feel like she like puts her head down yeah and like you can see like yeah her eyes do a weird thing yeah but so addison the reviewer comes in
1: and he's been eavesdropping Yes. He's been eavesdropping.
0: Eavesdropping. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh God. Ugh. Great. You win. Good for you. <laughs> um yeah, he's been eavesdropping and he basically he comes in being like, What a performance. Yeah. And um He's like really excited about it, and he's but he's straight up playing her oh, yeah. so he's he's asking her about like where she came from, and he specifically asks her what theater she saw, the play in in San Francisco mm-hmm. and Eve's, like trying so hard to get away from him, but they end up going out that night, and she says, like the things written in the article the next day are basically like, "Fuck, Margot, I'm the greatest of all time, yeah." Which Margot does not take well.
1: No, no. Um, no. And then we, is that, is that, do we pretty much skip right to the dinner scene then? Oh, no. no because.
0: So, okay. So Bill and Margot get back together. Yeah. It's how, all wait, great.
1: How, how does that happen though?
0: There, it's just in voiceover. Karen says, like, Bill came back to Margot.
1: Karen, our, our main yeah, character. Yeah.
0: Our main character, Karen. And then Karen, so there's all these great reviews about Eve in the paper, and there's a scene between Lloyd and Karen, and I loved this scene yeah. where he basically tells Karen, Eve wants to play Cora in my next play. But I told her, I, I couldn't do it without your approval, and Karen freaks out at him and is like, you've promised this to Margot. like why are you being swayed by this young girl? Blah, 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 blah and she's like, she says something along the lines of like, Eve is manipulating you, mm-hmm. like whatever, and this is one of my favorite lines in the in the movie, but Lloyd says like, you're so cynical, and Karen says, that cynicism you referred to, I discovered the day I realized I was different from little boys. Dang. And I'm like, yeah, Karen, <laughs> good for you. Wow. <laughs> And I was watching that scene. I think I watched it twice. I like went back because I was like, "Oh, that's great
1: yeah that's a, that's a good scene between her and Lloyd because um, I feel like they're less quippy with each other than Margot and Bill, but they're like they're even more like I don't know, they seem like a real couple.
0: <laughs> they're much more traditional, yeah um, but also Karen the whole time has been on Eve's side, like Karen's the one who introduces Eve to Margot and who gets her to be understudy, and she's the one who's really moved eve's agenda forward
1: yeah, but this article so like flips yeah her. this
0: article she was she realizes like oh i've been played yeah and
1: and been it, made a fool. and kind of goes from one end of the spectrum of like i love eve to like karen hates her the most almost because like she yeah
0: because i think she was fooled yeah, the most right you know she really like believed in her so then they end up going to this is the then this is the dinner scene yeah
1: which is a great thing like yes. and it's long it's it's like it, the
0: scenes are so long, yeah. and then they skip <laughs> I like, over all of the scenes are so long they
1: they really are, but then they skip over like what you would think would be scenes, like like the yeah,
0: it's almost like a play, which I think is pretty typical of like the time period mm-hmm. it's
1: almost it's it's almost blocked like a play too,
0: yes, for sure, yeah. and the sets seem like a play, mm-hmm. but so Bargo and Bill decide to get married, yes, finally, yep. and Margot's happy, and
1: and that's why they go out. To they're dinner. all
0: celebrating, and they all go yeah. out. The four of them go out, and Eve is there with Addison, and she has like a little letter sent, a little note sent over to Karen. That's like, please, I feel awful. Please speak with me in the in the powder. Yeah, what a
1: white people move. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this, this
0: whole movie could be <laughs> called white people moves.
1: Because to it's like I'm gonna send a note over.
0: Like it's and so so- just well, I think she didn't want to get like smacked by Margot. I guess
1: it's just so weird. It's like it's so like high class weirdness.
0: Yeah, I really like Eve's dress during this scene.
1: Yeah, Very
0: yeah, cool. it was really pretty. But um, so Karen, so all of the people at the table, like Margot and Bill and Lloyd, are like, "Oh, go to the bathroom with <laughs> see what the see what the peasant has to say." Yeah. yeah. So she goes, and Eve like for the first half of the conversation, really plays her and is like, I, I'm so sorry. I would have never said those things. Mm-hmm. He twisted my words. And then when Karen kind of calls her on it, she like grabs Karen's arm mm-hmm. and blackmails her and is like, I want to play Cora. And if you don't tell Lloyd that you think I should do it, then I'm going to tell Margot that I, you're the reason she didn't get to the yeah. play.
1: About the gas thing.
0: Yeah. And the, the switch... With Eve is so yeah. good.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy how how much her face looks different and how like her voice yeah. sounds different. Like it's really yes,
0: it's not really good acting from Anne Baxter. Anne Baxter. Anne Baxter. So then, when, when Karen, this is one of my favorite parts. <laughs> when Karen is goes back to the table, she's like, "Shook it up," and she's like, "Oh God, what am I gonna do?" And then Margot goes, "Lloyd, I don't want to play Cora. I want to be." Yeah, this is maybe the only like not super feminist thing. It's just like, I want to be a wife. Yeah. <laughs> um but also it's her choice, so whatever. Yeah. As long as she has a choice. But she's kinda like, I don't want to do theater right now. I want to like enjoy being home with my yep. husband. And Karen starts laughing hysterically. Because yeah. <laughs> she has freaked herself out. <laughs> but this whole thing just for not to matter, which I think is such a smart writing move. Yeah. Like it ends up not pitting. You know, Margot and Karen against each other. It's just like, oh, we get to see this terrible side of of Eve, yep. and then it also works out in this like unexpected yeah. way.
1: Yeah, and and I feel like Karen realizes as well that like, okay, now now Eve's just kind of screwed because she's out. Like she's out. We we know she's evil. Like um, there's no ambiguity to it anymore, and. Her blackmail, her blackmail is not going to work, so she has no power either. So,
0: but also she's still gonna, she's still, but she kind of does because she's still going to be Cora. Oh uh, yeah, it just won't offend Marco. Right.
1: Yeah, and I feel um, like that's kind of Karen's mo because she's their best friends. Yeah. They're best
0: friends, and they do support each other, yeah. which I like. But so Eve ends up being in the play. Bill is really pissed about it and like yells at her constantly. <laughs> it's like this huge. There's like one scene of like play rehearsal. And it's just Bill screaming. Yeah.
1: Well, and someone's it's someone's voiceovering it. So like you. you I think yeah. It's Karen. So you don't even hear what Bill's saying. You just you just see him like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and Karen says I I decided it was best I don't go to rehearsal anymore. Yeah. So this is where it gets a little confusing for me.
1: Yeah, I kind of forget like what happens next.
0: So Karen and. Lloyd are sleeping in different beds because it's the 50s, which yep. made me laugh really hard. They each had a they, twin and well, bed. And they
1: have phones too. Like they have separate phones that they can each pick up.
0: Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a standards code of like you couldn't show couples in the same ah, right. bed together. But, right. Um, which is how it should yeah. still be. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but they get a call at like three in the morning and it's from Eve's neighbor who's like, Eve's in a bad way. I think you need to come get her. And, um, Bill goes, oh, okay, I'll go, which Karen's like yeah. mad about. Cause and then we don't really see the aftermath of that.
1: Yeah, but we do see that the neighbor is in on this plot.
0: Yes, that Eve has Eve has convinced her neighbor to to call Bill to get yeah. him to come over, and so then the next the next day or like a few days later, I'm not really sure about the time frame. They're they all go away for like previews in another town that's not New York, mm-hmm. and Addison comes in and he's talking to Eve, and she's like. <laughs> Guess what? I'm great. Lloyd's leaving his wife. Like, we're getting married. He came to me in the middle of the night last night. And yeah. we're in love. And then Addison just calls her on all of her bullshit. All at
1: once. Like he just
0: All at once. He's,
1: he's had all this info on her and he's just like, all right, cat it's time to cash in.
0: Yeah, he's just like, mm, here's the thing. No, he's not.
1: No, you're not. No,
0: you're not. <laughs> Uh, I know the San Francisco story was a lie because you didn't say the correct theater. The theater you said isn't even in San Francisco. Yeah. And then he says, I know you weren't married. Um, <laughs> you did work at a brewery, you whore. Uh, <laughs> that's the one thing they can all agree on. But he does say, he said, you lied about being married and you lied about your husband being in a war, which is an affront to the brave men who serve <laughs> our country. <laughs> and such a small little thing i'm like oh i'm sure they had to put that in there though like and so we support the troops and we'll keep moving
1: yeah (laughs) check that box off
0: (laughs) yeah check that box off like and now we keep going it made me it was really cracking me up but so then addison like flips it on his head and he's like and because i know all this information like you belong to me now yep
1: i own you
0: i own you and you're gonna be in the plays I want you to be in, and yep. do whatever I want. And she goes, "I can't go on tonight." And he's like, well, fuck, <laughs> <Yeah>. "You can."
1: <laughs> um, and she she has kind of like a Margot temper tantrum where she just like throws herself on the bed, <laughs> very yeah. dramatically.
0: She's, she just like flails around. Like, ah.
1: It was that that made me laugh.
0: And then, like, so basically, that's like the end of the movie, and like we see. You know Eve kind of get her comeuppance, and then they like, however much later we end at the beginning scene of the movie, which is at the awards And then we get the
1: VO of Addison again, and he's like, "And so we're back at where we started."
0: Right, right, right. And then (laughs) it's so funny because now we get to at this scene we get to see Eve's um, speech, and she calls out each character who she has subsequently screwed over as like.
1: Her speech makes it sound like they're still, yeah. We're
0: all best friends, yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is pretty fun.
0: She's like, "I want to thank my director, Bill," and it goes to him, and he is just chewing yeah. on that cigarette, like he's. I think when they go to him, he's just trying to light it, and he like kind of looks up, <laughs> and then he keeps trying to light a yeah. cigarette, and like she mentions Karen, and she mentions. Lloyd and then she mentions Margot and Betty Davis just looks so yeah. pissed off. Like a combination of pissed and not I, giving I think a it's, shit. That's it's, so it's bored. Interesting. She, she's
1: almost bored. <laughs> she's just like totally Yeah, I
0: think mean, she is bored. She's totally
1: <laughs> separated from this whole situation that like she couldn't give any more shits about it. Like she's just so bored with everything that's going on.
0: Great. <laughs> right, and there's a line no, nah, I should have written it down because I wrote down the, the line that Made me laugh from it, but Eve in her speech says something about her heart. She's like, This is my heart. Like, yeah. I, do you know what I'm talking about? She's like, I've, like, uh, so she says something about her heart. And then she goes to Margot mm-hmm. as Margot's leaving. And all <laughs> Margot says is, I wouldn't worry too much about your heart. You can always put that award where your yeah. heart ought to be. And leaves. And that's like their last communication, which Oof. is so good. Yeah, Wolf. And then Eve goes home. And when she gets there, there's this like unassuming like girl in her yeah. a hotel room just sitting there who's a huge fan yeah just sitting there who's a huge fan and Eve makes this like same mistake Margot did and just like having her basically like invites her into her life yeah and then we see the final shot of the movie which is the most famous shot in the movie which is this girl she's got um, wearing, she's got the dress wearing the cape yeah wearing the cape that yeah. was part of Eve's dress and holding the award looking in the mirror but it's one of those see all of the
1: tri-fold mirrors that you get like a bunch yeah. of reflections within the mirror because there's three of them right um so the camera like zooms in so you don't see the room anymore you're just seeing the mirrors and this Phoebe girl and you just see a ton of mm-hmm. her like it's just her at all these different angles right. and it's such a cool shot
0: it's it's so cool and that's how it ends and it's such an interesting way to end the film on a yeah. character we have just met. Like that's the last shot is of yeah. like that girl's face. But it's such an interesting like yeah. message <laughs> which is kind of like ladies there's always <laughs> someone younger and hotter <laughs> out there <laughs> coming to take Yeah. Well, I think it, it's a,
1: it's just like a it's a cycle of like these people not necessarily Men or women, but just these these people who have this kind of ambition that they're willing to do anything, like break into someone's apartment, (laughs) and then and and do uh, and like build these like fake relationships to get what they want. And you're just gonna,
0: I think it's ambition. You're just
1: gonna fall into that, yeah. Over and over. And then the person younger than you is gonna fall into it and you're gonna fall into the older role, you know.
0: Yeah, I think what's interesting is that like it, it is it is all about ambition and like doing whatever it takes to get what you want, but also it's like mm-hmm. about fame and admiring someone and wanting to be someone. And I think what's also really interesting is like now, you know, Margot and Eve are sort of in the same position, but Margot has yeah. her husband Bill, who, like, they have a great relationship and she has her friends and all of this other stuff. So her life is fine, whereas Eve has Addison yeah. and they, like, yeah. And each other. Uh,
1: Phoebe answers the door um, for Eve. That's, like, the first kind of favor that Phoebe does for Eve. And right. um, it's Addison. And Addison makes some remark about, like, do you want to? Because the Phoebe's already holding the award, um, and he's like, "Do you want one of those?" And yeah. she's like, "More than anything in the world." <laughs> and uh, and um, it's uh, it's just really creepy how Addison knows exactly what's happening, and he's gonna let it happen because he's that because Phoebe's yeah. gonna be his too, you know?
0: Right. He sees all of it, and and the thing we didn't mention is that there's a moment like way earlier in the the film when Eve is being Margot's assistant where she takes Margot's wardrobe from the play to to like turn it into the wardrobe ladies and she stands in front of a mirror and like puts it up to herself and like Mm -hmm. just admires herself and that mirrors the like end where Phoebe is looking in the mirror holding the award and she kind of does the same motion. What I like
1: about... Uh, but what's different about those scenes is that, um, like when when Eve is holding the dress, and I think she's on stage too, so she's like looking out to the audience, um, and just kind of. No,
0: she's is looking it? in a mirror. But
1: on, is the mirror on stage? Yeah, there's oh, a backstage, mirror yeah, backstage. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's backstage. But um, in 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 that scene, it's kind of like to the audience um, is like sweet, and Margot is like off. Backstage, like looking at Eve, um, like oh, she she mm-hmm. wants to be an actress too. But then, it's that's that same scene is recontextualized at the end as like a terrifying, like oh god,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh god, it is like this weird, like <laughs> like the original like single white girl <laughs> like they're coming to take your life and like <laughs> sort of thing. But I was like, when reading about it, like an interesting. Um, thing I saw was about like the use of mirrors in general in All About Eve and them being sort of like about you, you know, your reflection isn't really reflecting who you are. It's like your, your mm. appearance not matching your personality and how like it's like the first time we see yep. Margot, she's looking in a mirror and it was very fascinating and cool. Yeah. I think the movie is just really smart.
1: Yep. And, and acting in, in general kind of helps drive that theme. Because like acting in itself, yeah. Because
0: yeah, they're all playing characters, and it's an interesting. Um, I've said interesting so much. It's an interesting. Like
1: <laughs> it's very interesting. Look
0: into it, it's very interesting. Yeah. It's a, such a boring <laughs> word. Um, <laughs> like the way they view acting and how seriously mm. the movie takes it, yeah. I think is very cool. You know they don't view it as a frivolous like thing or profession. It's they take it very seriously, and they like they make it seem very like prestigious, yeah. which I thought was really cool.
1: And 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 that that's the whole film. We, yeah, we kind of ran through the whole thing.
0: We sure did.
1: Yeah. Um. So I think we both really like this film.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean obviously. <laughs> I did. Uh.
1: And I think it 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 really does show like. Um, or that it was, it was really important for film because I feel like a lot of, I, I feel like I've seen this movie before, but not like it, it was the first one to do it. You know what I mean? That kind of thing where there, there's a lot of classic films that were like the first to do a thing. And then, and then, and then movies just kind of take that and they add to it or they, um, mix it up a little bit, but like, I think all about Eve has a lot of things that it it kind of did first. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I agree. I I I would also say that there's a lot of old movies. Some of them we'll do on this podcast mm-hmm. that are really important, like to film, like you were saying, but they're boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and this movie is very important to film, and it's still super enjoyable to watch. Yeah and it's really entertaining. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and like I said earlier, I think it could come out today and feel fresh.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So what, what uh what rating would you would you give this this movie Ooh. out of uh what what was our
0: what did we he... How many Oscars? How out of 10 Oscars, how many would you give it? I Do you want me to go yeah, first? I think I would give it I think I'd give it I think I'd give it nine out of 10 Oscars. Yeah. I almost want to give it 10 out of 10, but I don't want to, you know, this is the first episode. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to like, get ahead of myself. <laughs> but it's very smart, it's very entertaining. The acting is like impeccable and the writing is some of like the best ever. Yeah. Um, The only things like I didn't like is I thought, scenes did run really long. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the opening scene, I was like, "Geez, get to yeah. it!" Um, and and that's just a function of how movies are now compared to how they were back yeah. then. Like we don't have the attention. Yeah, span. I think
1: I was gonna uh, I was gonna say like for for me, I think the only knock I would give it is that the pacing is slow, slow, and like. But there are slow movies today, but like it's just a different kind of slow. I don't even know how to like describe it or like put it into words, but it's yeah there's this old school kind of slowness to all about eve that like kind of takes it out of me whereas um right i don't i don't know i don't know like a i'm trying to think of a slow modern movie <laughs> um but <laughs> um but otherwise i i mean i think it's i think it's pretty perfect in in every other way yeah um agreed so i would i would are we doing? Are we doing whole number? Are we doing half? Ox half Oscars? Are we gonna?
0: I think you could do half Oscars. You could do like a La La Land. <laughs> like you get it and then take it away. That'd be a half yeah. Oscar.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm gonna pull a La La Land and give it nine five. Okay. 9.5. That's great. Yeah. Um. So next week we're gonna watch
0: Chicago. We sure are. I think. We talked about it right before we recorded, but I think um, I'm going to pick the movies like an old movie and a newer movie. Yeah. That just seems to make sense to me. Go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. So we're doing Chicago, 2002. Yeah. Okay. Catherine, Catherine, oh, it might be 2001. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Renee Zellweger.
1: Yeah. And uh, I've seen it before. Right. but it, Yeah, it's amazing. So so this is one of the ones that I, I have seen before, but it's been quite a while. It was sophomore year of college to... 2014. Yeah, how many years ago was that? It was six. Um. So it's it's been a while, and I only saw it once, and it was in a dark film class on a Friday, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how, how much attention it was paid. <laughs> I probably forget like three-fourths of it, but... Yeah. So it'll be good to revisit it.
0: Yeah, and it's great.
1: Yeah. So um I think that's about it. Do you yeah. do you want to talk about do we want to make it a segment uh of like what we're watching?
0: I think we should. Why not? What yeah. else Keep are we it? doing?
1: Yeah, true. Still in quarantine. Still day, in quarantine. Day three
0: thousand four hundred and thirty two. <laughs> uh I <laughs> we can um <laughs> Cut this out, but I, so, so you know, I was, like, interviewed yesterday. Yeah. And they kept, like, they were, like, asking us questions about quarantine and, like, where we think, you know, like, like <laughs> basically where we think, like, media is going to go after quarantine.
1: Okay. Sure. And,
0: and we both were, like, I think everything's going to be more positive because, like, that's what people are going to want. And I, I think I said it'll be more Parks and Rec, less the office. Um Sure. And then afterwards, my friend who I was interviewed with, we like FaceTime each other, we were like, quarantine's the worst. I everything's mean, <laughs> the and I was like, oh, we were just lying. <laughs> anyway. Oh,
1: <God. laughs> but so so so, what are you Are you watching bleak television? Like I'm,
0: I'm not, so maybe I wasn't lying, but I, we acted very positive in that interview, and then afterwards we're like, everything's the worst. But um, <laughs> I, I've been watching Dead to Me season two, Okay. It's have you seen any of Dead to Me?
1: No, but it's a Netflix show, right?
0: It is a Netflix show. It's with Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini.
1: Cardellini, yeah. Uh, My mom watched the first season, so I saw a couple scenes from it.
0: It's really good. It's really that one's pretty dark, but it's very like funny. It's produced by like Adam McKay and Will Ferrell.
1: Oh, Oh. so whoa, that's a- whoa, yeah. I was not expecting those names.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I also started, I watched, um, I finished season five of Schitt's Creek,
1: finally. Oh, is that the final season?
0: No, it's season six, 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 but season six isn't on Netflix yet.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm, we're, we're at the same place then, because I have not oh, okay. seen any of season six. Um,
0: but it was so good, and it was making me, cause, yeah, because it ends with Moira on the ground crying because her movie's canceled, and she goes <laughs> into the closet, because <laughs> And then I've been watching oh. um, Nailed It. <laughs> like, what is that? Oh, it how do, it's the baking show
1: where yes. everyone's really
0: bad. It's been right. making me laugh really hard because it's just such like, like there's no stakes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just making me laugh really hard.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I I don't think I've ever purposefully, like I've never tried to watch reality TV of any kind.
0: You should watch it because it's a lot of comedians who you would know and like as like baking judges. So that's funny. And then I'm just listening to a shit ton of podcasts. Yeah. And the one I wanted to recommend to you was it's about Star Wars, (laughs) which you might hate, but it's (laughs) it's called Newcomers and it's um, Nicole Byer and Lauren Lapkus talking about Star Wars, which they are watching for the first time and have no background knowledge of.
1: Interesting. And it's and
0: it's very funny. They always have a guest who like knows about Star Wars.
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: But they like pronounce names wrong. It's very funny. I was like, oh, this is what I this is how I feel about Star Wars too.
1: <laughs> so so I have questions. Okay. Are they what order are they watching the movies in?
0: I think by like like how they came out.
1: Good. That's 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 good.
0: Yeah. They There's found some... a new hope very boring.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh God! Okay.
0: They really liked uh, um. Uh, Empire. No, they really liked the newer ones.
1: Oh, they like the sequels.
0: Yeah, I don't know the the ones I've seen the the new ones. Yeah,
1: the ones with Ray and Kylo.
0: Yeah, yeah. The they liked the Last Jedi, which I know you hated, which is making me laugh. No, no. I thought the you Last didn't Jedi's, like it.
1: No, the Last Jedi. That's the is second the, one, right? Is the best Star That's Wars what they movie. were saying,
0: and and um. On that episode, the guest was was uh, the love of our lives, Demi. Oh, yeah, and he has seen that movie a bunch.
1: Yeah, he loves it too because he likes film. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm I'm. 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 This
0: is not what I wanted to a, start.
1: Like uh, the Bruce Lee, like come on, like <laughs> come, come at, at me, me, bro. Please uh, don't. Right um.
0: Yeah. Involve me. Actually,
1: we're we're really uh, young, and I don't know how to fight. So please yeah. don't come at me.
0: We're young and weak,
1: yeah, um, we watch movies a lot, so we <laughs> not movies. a lot of <laughs> um but yeah, the last Jedi is an incredible film, and people hate it because they think it's like not they, they were it, it, it's not what they were expecting, and fandoms often just want to be fed what they were expecting, yeah, um, and the last Jedi is very nuanced. Um, and they don't want that either. Apparently, they just want uh, popcorn, you know, blockbuster stuff.
0: Oh, you're gonna get. They don't.
1: They don't <laughs> want the. They don't want the franchise to move forward in any way. They just want what, what they had before, but like slightly different. Because they were also mad that Force Awakens, the first one with Ray and Kylo, was too similar. I liked similar.
0: Force Awakens.
1: Yeah, I, I did too. I thought it was good, but the people were mad that it was too similar to. A New Hope. The they
0: first brought song. that up on this podcast, so you yeah. should listen to it.
1: I should. I think I'd like it. And then The Rise of Skywalker is just a trash fire of a film. It is. <laughs> I
0: remember talking to you about this after I saw it because I was like, "Yeah, I don't care. I liked it."
1: Yeah. <laughs> so and and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I I care too much, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, so so people are gonna see all three and like all three, which makes no sense to my brain. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know how, how someone could like the last year, like two and three, like last Jedi and rise of Skywalker. Cause they're so, they're so polar opposites of each other that like you, I feel like you have to like, like one or the other, but, but mm-hmm. some people don't. And that's, that's cool. It's just crazy to like my brain. Like I like can't parse that. <laughs>
0: So what are you watching
1: I'm watching so I don't know I'm watching a lot of speaking of Star Wars I'm watching the Clone Wars the like animated kids show sure uh because um the new they they made a they made a seventh season after like years like season six came out like in like 2010 or something um and it they kind of botched the ending because um they got canceled. So they just did six quick episodes that like had nothing to do with each other, and um, they were just trying to get the story to a place where they could end it. Um, and people were real sad about it. Um, and then Disney Plus came out, and they're like, we're going to do a seventh season. It's going to be the final season, and it's going to be awesome. And apparently it really is. Like, it's it's really awesome. So I'm re-watching The Clone Wars, but I'm, I am I like looked up a list of like the essential episodes. So I'm not watching any of the filler. Cause there's a lot of episodes where it's just like, cause it's a kids show, so there's a lot of episodes where it's just like C three PO and R two D two getting into antics, <laughs> <laughs> and so I've I've skipped those episodes. But um, I'm also watching Killing Eve for the Ooh. first time. Yeah, um, I'm I'm only two episodes in, but I really like it, and I really like uh, what's her name the new the the girl the the killer
0: Jodie Comer.
1: Yes, she's. Cr- crazy good at acting. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I've
0: heard. I need to watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. And it's Eve, another Eve character.
0: Yeah. Look at, Look
1: at that. Tying it all back.
0: Full circle. Full circle. That wraps it up.
1: That about wraps it up. Uh so Courtney, if if people wanted to follow you on the internet, where where would they go?
0: Um I'm at court e l hall on Twitter and Instagram.
1: What's what's the what's the what's the origin of that of that handle?
0: Um, it's my name. Sure. So it's Court, and then my middle name is Ellen. Sure. So it's E L, and then my last name is Hall. H U L L. H U L. I was gonna specify it's H U L
1: L. Perfect. And uh, I am Tyler's new groove on both Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, the 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 origin of that is um, I just like the Emperor's new groove.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask, <laughs> and, but I and think I knew that.
1: Thought it was funny <laughs> if I made my name Tyler's new groove. Um, but if you want to stay up to date on the podcast, uh, we are on both Twitter and Instagram at Filmschooled FM. FM like the radio station because we're we're live, baby. We're on the radio. Hell yeah! Moving through the airwaves. Live
0: unfiltered.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So um, that's about it. We'll see you. We'll see you next time on the on the flip. <laughs> No, that's that's not our thing. Uh, our th- our 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 thing is, and, and cut. cut. <laughs> Nailed it.